Um, it's actually kind of intimidating to follow you all because you're working so hard at your pitches and doing so well. It's, uh, I've been in your position a little bit and I, it's so exhilarating and I don't envy it. So good job. <laughs> um, I think a little bit about me, I'm going to share this only so I can let you know that I, I do have a feel for where you're at is, um, I started my career a number of years ago when shorts like that were in style. But, back in style. Back. Or, yeah, it's the craziest thing. But anyway, um, the, uh, I think I started out, I moved to Oklahoma. I came down to Oklahoma to watch OU play CU in a football game, and CU won, University of Colorado, Boulder. And I left with a job offer in finance, and so uh, I wrapped up my tenure in that sector as a president and CEO of a reinsurance firm. And then I went into private equity and was able to, to build and sell over the course of the years. Three, Tracy and I worked on, say Tracy, because she put up with it all, but we um, built and sold three businesses. I think we were on Oklahoma City's Metro 55 out of seven years there for a stretch. One at once. Yeah, and we did that. And so all along the way, Tracy was terrified you know, because there's risk and there's just trials and probably working too much and not doing it in the healthy fashion, which you all are learning now. So I did it all wrong. And so Tracy's anxiety was um, was justified because we ended up going broke. And so um, we've been in the process of, of restoration and she stuck with me through that whole process. So I say all that to say is, is good job doing what you're doing. I don't particularly care what you're building. I know it's super hard and it's a passion and it's a vision and I commend you for putting into the work, but uh, putting in the work. So um, today we're going to talk about value proposition design. Have you all heard a little bit about that in your time with 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 cultivate? Who knows? Who's really comfortable with the concept of value proposition? It's okay. Who's not? It's whatever. I mean, it's like not a common term, but I'll try to go through this. So I know you just wrapped up what the V four thing, which is what values and vision and a couple other V's. And so um, value proposition is a really good follow-on to this because I think the, the, the V4 framework is, is about what you envision your company to be, and it's kind of flying at 30,000 feet. And a value proposition um, is what you need, your, what your, your target market envisions your product to be. And so value proposition is all about landing the plane. And so you can't have one without the other. I mean, the value, the, the, the core of that. So, yeah, so value proposition is all about designing a product that the world wants um, in the context of the company you would envision centered on the value. So we're going to talk about three things um, really quickly because I want all the other mentors to join me. Um, it's like that security blanket. But we're going to talk about, um, in, most importantly, we're going to talk about what value proposition isn't. And then we'll talk about why it matters. And then we'll touch on a little bit of a framework on how you might go about building it. So that being said, um, I think there's a little, is ad lib, did that get sent around? So for those of you, this looks so simple. Have you ever observed that the easier something is to use, the harder it was to build? I mean, that's kind of like the revolution of Apple. It's just kind of brilliant. And so what looks really, really simple on paper is our product or service helps our ideal client do something by this and it makes it different. 
and, and that what seems so simple is just a labor of love because what that ends up doing is connecting you to your, your ideal market in a very simple way that you can get your mind around. So just so we don't get too far ahead, that's it. So I think what it's not, your value proposition is not your vision statement. Um, the vision statement is really all about where you want to go and the company you envision building. Um, so I think to that point, if, let's pretend you didn't even know what these companies were. There's really not a lot about product in that vision, is there? I mean, there's, and if you didn't know anything, would you willingly exchange money for what they had to offer by, based on that vision statement? I mean, it's just kind of general, right? It's aspirational, it's inspirational, but there's really not much to do with a product. And so that's why I don't want to confuse the, the value statement with the vision statement. Um, I would argue that the reason a value proposition is so important is because I don't think you can ever achieve your, your vision without um, your vision or your mission without having a, a, a substantial value proposition. It's like all sizzle and no steak, right? It's, it's all, it's just, it, it, I don't know, I can't say it any better than that, but that's kind of my point. Um, and then your, um, your value proposition is, is not your company values either. And so we'll kind of glance at these. I really like um, Patagonia's, particularly hone in on um, number one and number three. You know, they really want to build the best product. I think that's a really neat value. Um, the second one is, is, or the third one, is we, we use business to protect nature. So for those of you that know about Patagonia, they're environmentally conscious and they want to use um, their production methods and the proceeds from their product to make an impact on nature at large. Um, this is Hobby Lobby. I think the first one, what I like about Hobby Lobby is um, the second one, which is offering our customers a, what is it, exceptional value and selection. It's really one of their values is, is, is focused on their customers. And of course, the fourth one is they want to offer a fair rate of return. Um, to their family and their community and their, their employees at large. So as a side note, um, I think it's Im important to note that in the modern era, we always hear about shareholders. I think it was Milton Friedman in the 70s said the sole principle of business is to maximize profits to shareholders. And I'm a capitalist, but I think it's become flawed and I would perverted maybe. Um, capitalism in its current form, that is we manage to the quarter and we do whatever we can to maximize shareholder return. And I think what I like about this statement is, is that it outlines stakeholders, not just financial shareholders. So that's kind of a, a big shift in the current era. And so that's just an observation. That's why I, I really like that, that last one. Um, do you think that, um, there's a couple observations here. Do you think that Without a strong product selection, do you really think Hobby Lobby could provide a fair rate of return to anybody? And the same thing with Patagonia, right? They really can't impact nature and make a difference without building the best product, and people love it. So that's kind of the interconnectedness. So again, values are not your value proposition, but I would argue that um, your value that your values cannot be attained without a strong value proposition. So um, what is a value proposition? It's really just a simple, pragmatic, succinct statement that's all about your customers. I mean, you can read it, but it's customer-centric. Um, 
and it tells your customer how you help them and, and it really distincts it's a distinction to say why would they want to give you your money as opposed to any other of the million offer opportunities they have in the, in the market at large so that's kind of my uh, my definition of that. so it doesn't matter I think I've touched on why it matters but here's a number of different ways it matters um, first of all it defines your customer and so it's not just defining your customer but it defines your message and your marketing um, message your, your methods so until you really know who your ideal customer is, it's really hard to craft language around um, your product or service, and it's, it's really hard to find the medium through which you can make your product aware. And that's what marketing is, right? It's just product awareness and the value therein to your target, your ideal audience at large. So the first thing a value proposition does is define your customer, which in turn um, defines your messaging and your methods. Um, we can always see more than we can do, right? I mean, I think for people that have a vision, it's kind of frustrating to, to, to have this ideal vision of where you want to be and what you want to build, but knowing that the limitation and the constraints you have on time and money and talent oftentimes um, make you prioritize those things. So when you have a product roadmap, how do you prioritize where you want to go? And ultimately, sometimes it's around passion and sometimes it's around intuition, but really what a value proposition does, it helps you define your product roadmap based upon what your customer values or your ideal customer values, not what I feel in the moment. So that's why it matters. Um, it also articulates um, how, the, how your, 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 your value, your solution solves problems. In which is really important. So again, a value proposition isn't about, to build the best value proposition, I think you have to be empathetic. You have to put yourself in your, and feel what your market wants and then glean that wisdom um, from what you observe and hear. So, and understand their pain points because that's what people really want to want to buy something for is they have a need or a pain point. And you all touched on, on that in general. Then, of course, you have to be distinct because there's really nothing new under the sun. As, as much as we try to be unique, it's, it's really tough. And, and you can find that in the world, but uh, most products anymore are almost commoditized, meaning you can find them anywhere. And so you got to give people a reason to buy them from you. So, And then finally, the, the goal of a value proposition is to understand why people want it, and it validates customer desire. So... One of the things that we would always do, well, I'll touch on that, but we always did early in our ventures was to, um, was to share a value proposition before we even had a product. And so one of the things that I always encourage business builders to do is, is write all your marketing collateral, build your website, um, and don't overdo it, not literally, but I'm just saying craft your message before you actually build the product. Because a lot of times your product will change once you learn from the people around you, for what you want you to learn from your market. So, okay, so any questions so far? Cool, all right, how to design your value proposition. I think the first thing to do is start with a framework and iterate often. It's a process and I don't particularly care how long you've been in business, value propositions evolve and change over time. So just because you nail it out of the gate, um, expect to be doing this exercise consistently because the market dynamics change and so do people's values and so on and so forth. So, um, 
Yeah, so use a, a framework and iterate often. This is um, Steve Blank and Jeff Moore. You can read those things, but it should be as simple an exercise as we help X to do Y by to, by Z, and so the methods. And, and I think I can share all these with you, but they're really fun to work through. This is what I kind of touched on this, but sell like it's built and listen and adjust. And so do consumers recognize that they have the problem you're trying to solve would they buy it from us? I think a lot of times you're really trying to figure out if you can actually build what, what people want because feasibility's tough, right? I mean, just because you have an idea doesn't mean I could build it. It takes a rare person to decide to start lunar landing companies, you know, like the two richest people in the world, <laughs> you know, Jeff Bezos and, and Elon Musk. So um, know your customer. This is a fun thing. This is from Stanford. Um, we use this a lot in our endeavors because we try to go to market and listen. And one of the early projects we did, or a project we did a number of years ago, is we met Tracy Walton at Plenty Mercantile and realized that she had a tough time processing community donation requests and would it be game-changing to make that easier for her. And so once you get to know these people, observe what they're doing and then say, well, how could I help them? What would, what would make her life a lot easier? And so we did that by listening. Matter of fact, we were selling a whole other concept and she just says, you have no idea how many requests I get for donation. I said, I don't, tell me. And she went on to talk about that. And it was a genesis of a project we worked on for a number of years. So, so that was it. Um, this is all about a customer profile. And I can provide all these things for you. I think the key thing to know is when you, it's not just, when I say know your customers, what you really want to dig into is their jobs, their pains, and their gains. And so what, is these, what do these people have to do every day? What are their jobs? Um, trying to think of some of your endeavors. My job is to raise a functional child. In order to do that, I gotta get them an education. So I gotta get them to school. And I gotta help them do homework. And so there's a lot of pain points in there for parents. Is I have a hard time sitting down long enough to help my kid do homework and be engaged in that or wanna do that at the end of the day. And so those are the jobs, the pains, and the gains of a parent with a child. Um, and you could kind of go through that exercise in every one of your markets. And so it's a unique process. Um, the value proposition is how might I solve that? What would be game changing for them? And so what would relieve their pain? What would make them feel like, oh, this is amazing. I can do this now. Um, and then what are the features and the functions of your, your offering that makes a difference therein? And so, at the end of the day, I think it's important to know that um, a value proposition, even the best ones, doesn't guarantee success because that's just the cornerstone of a business, is being able to connect with the market and then offer them value. But what you're really looking for in a value proposition is, one, is it desirable? Does anyone really want what I have to offer? And the key there, and this is particularly for early stage endeavors is don't fall in love with your idea, fall in love with your customer. Um, fall in love with your customer and get to know them because a lot of times I can have so much conviction that what are my vision, my dream is so important that really it may not be. <laughs> and that's, you've got to learn to be ruthlessly honest with yourself as you listen and be objective. So is it desirable? Does anyone want it in its current form? Um, when you go out there and sell like it's built, I don't think you're really selling to generate revenue. Um, you're selling to, at that stage, is to learn. And then if you really want to know if something's valuable, um, you can't really trust what a customer says 
you have to listen, but really you want to observe what they do, and, and it's the intuition to read between the lines. So there's an old story of um, the back in the day when those shorts were really cool that I wore. People, I tell you they're flat. That's a, I'm proud of that those days. I just didn't anyway. The um, the uh, it was the, the boombox like in the in the early 80s or whatever, people had these giant radios and the more D batteries you put in it, the better it was, you know? And so there's the, the story goes is that there was a focus group, some manufacturer brought them in and they said, what do you like? You want these, that, and all the features they talked through and they finally said, well, what color do you want? And, um, and they said, you know, red, black, or silver, or blue. Everybody said blue, red, you know, all these things. And they said, okay, thanks. And so they kind of learned everything they needed to go. That was a, an unbeknownst to the participants. They said, on your way out, um, here's a complimentary radio that we designed for you. And so all the people who said they wanted a red or a blue one or something like that, they all let, took with the black or the silver. <laughs> and so what sounded really cool, you know, what they told you was, it's like, nah, at the end of the day, I just don't want that. You know, so... I think you just, those are how you test your hypotheses and, and you learn. So the first thing is your value proposition is going to prove desirability. The second is, is feasibility. While you're, while you're learning from your customers, you got to think, am I really qualified to build or deliver this? And can I do it in a way that's, that fits my skill set and who do I need to help me get there? But the final thing in any business is viability, right? I mean, we need it to be sustainable. And so once you get your your value proposition dialed in by understanding your customer, you really want to start going into a business model. And that's why, in my experience, this concept of a, a business plan is, is not effective anymore. I think you just got to prove these three things, desirability, feasibility, and viability. And so the way you get to the viability is you may have to do financial, you'll have to do financial projections and some other things. And there's a whole other worksheet on business plan modeling. It's really in-depth and really effective. But don't, don't get too hung up on, on viability until you prove that what you offer is desirable. And so I think be fast, be nimble in the market. And if you can prove that it's desirable, that's when you really have to dig into everything else, particularly feasibility and viability. So that's it. That's my thoughts, son. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, you'll have a chance. You can pepper Mike in just a second. I want to bring uh, Cynthia and Colt up here. And I want to remind you guys.